0: Hey, hey! welcome to Parable. We got a special episode for all of y'all listeners. We got all of the original CML, Crucify Me Later group here. These are the people that we started the podcast with like a year ago when we were first trying to start a podcast. Believe it or not, this is where it started. Season two. They were the ones who cultivated the energy that we carry today spark the flame spark the flame strategized.
1: a lot of uh, intentional strategy was put behind (laughs) that but not enough so Israel and Sam took it further (laughs) and that's why there's our parable
0: we passed the baton so there's a lot of guys on the mic today we got seven people in the room seven dudes it's a lot of people Uh, usually we do like two or three people so this is like definitely out of the ordinary and Mm -hmm. we probably won't do it again Mm -hmm. but um, we're gonna
1: we're gonna talk about some topics. <laughs> Israel is already not <laughs> inviting us back <laughs> before this. Israel says.
0: This is like this is just like this is like an animal you can't contain. This is like a a new pet. It's not even it's not even potty trained yet. So this is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> so hey don't be upset if like you're in the car and like 20 minutes and we just we clown for a little bit don't be surprised by that it's hang just, in there it's just the result of having seven dudes talking in a room mm. you can't you well, just are can't you breaking it. expectations so i'm yeah. not breaking expectation i'm just like just in case <laughs> 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 okay, right. just to be safe uh, mm. just to be safe i just i, n- I know okay but i'll be so sub- Hey, that's actually great. Ben, why don't you say that? All
2: yeah. right. Who we got? We got Tim. We got Ben wants to say something. Hey, don't We got yourself, Jake. Ben. We got
0: Tim. Hi, I'm Ben. And we got Max Bear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got some great people here. We got Ben. He has like five coffee shops. Ten. Here. He has ten coffee shops. We have Tim. Tim does. He's going global uh, too. He does estimating. We got Jake. He flips homes up in uh villages big cities (laughs) Uh, i rule the village world (laughs) (laughs) he he does affordable he does affordable housing in villages (laughs) yeah we have we got tim over here also builds we got me uh i don't know what i do uh we got max he's a professional videographer black bear films With our parable. With our parable.
3: Just dropped some fire recently too, right? Local ginger beer. Yeah, local ginger beer.
0: And we have Sam, professional real estate developer (laughs) over here. And we got Tim over on the sound. So we got the whole team in here. We're ready to go. I think one of the topics we really wanted to talk on is a word that gets thrown out uh, every day at every church meeting. um, At every church service. Uh, It's a word called intentionality. And so... yummy. You hear this word thrown out like, like a machine gun. You hear intentionality, intentionality, intentionality. Bing, 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 bing. What's strive Non-stop. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> you hear it. It's like the word striving. Exactly. You hear striving every other day and you hear intentionality every other day. So what does that actually mean? Mm, <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Well, we dropped the word, but no one ever actually goes over it. What it actually means. They just say, guys, we got to be intentional about our time.
1: I think a lot of people overuse it just in a simple sense. But in reality, like when <laughs> when you're actually being intentional, I think it means more than just saying a word just to sound like, you know, vocabulary. <laughs> it's genuinely actually wanting being interested in whoever you're talking with, whatever you're talking about, actually caring about that and not just doing something for the sake of doing it, but actually wanting the result and actually following through through a whole, the whole process whether it's a conversation whether it's discipling whether it's hanging out whether it's just bringing jesus into the conversation bringing jesus into the room like just being actually focused on the stuff that matters
3: it's good
4: that's, mm-hmm. that's
2: well said. i think a good word that we can replace intentionality with is prioritizing Oh. Okay. i think it comes down to priority because mm-hmm. especially in our in our society, it feels like everyone's busy like no other. Like in the, in the Western culture, it seems like everybody's on a rush. Everybody's, everybody's busy for sure. And it comes down to, okay, so we, we do need to become more intentional with like the, the finer things in life, of course, like what actually matters for me. And sometimes we do need to b- begin to prioritize like relationship with friends, relationship with other people, and loving on others. You actually do. Yeah. It comes down to priority is what it is. Yeah.
0: Think about it this way. Everybody has the same amount of time in the day. Everybody, um, like, presumably is working. They're either in school. Everybody has a family. Everybody has a social life. So we're all in the same boat. So you being prioritizing other people, um, you know, everybody has that same opportunity to intentionally seek after people. Um, Like, that's the one thing everybody can do. Maybe we're not all born in the same families or circumstances, but we all have that same exact equal opportunity to pursue people and care about them.
3: That's good. Uh, whenever I hear, you know, if you're saying intentionality is prioritizing, what that sounds like to me is discipline. And then that raises the question, at least for me is when you're practicing, you know, prioritizing or being intentional or being authentic with someone or something that, you know, you're interacting with, uh, what comes first? Is it the, you know, is it, true genuine interest in that and then from that comes the discipline of prioritizing something or is it first just forcing yourself and and doing the discipline of prioritizing something or giving whoever whatever your full attention and then from that sparks genuine authentic interest that really captivates uh, define authentic um authentic it's just just genuine something that you're you know clearly passionate about like let's say it's a conversation um let's say you're just you know you're walking across church you bump into someone that you don't really know you're starting a conversation with them um it's very easy to just move on to um your best bud that you You see across the room right you're kind of used to yeah exactly and so and then but you want to be intentional with this person, mm-hmm. um, and so I feel like it's a discipline. It's something that comes with practice. It's so easy to kind of just start spacing off, and yeah, you know, something And I mean, that's how, I feel like that's happened to everyone. You'll oh, yeah. see someone's eyes kind of bounce left, right, left, right, and it's like, okay, it's you can tell whether someone's being there, genuine right. or authentic. Or another word
5: for I'd say authentic is is present. Like you yeah. said, you know, yeah. being there, being so, being a big thing, I think, would be change. being captivated in That's the right. moment, like being being like you said, Tim, like being present is a, is a is a I think very thing that we I think in intentionality we overlook is being present, being captivated with whatever you're doing, whether it's a task, whether it's uh, communicating with someone, um, whatever it may be, is like you have to be captive. You have to be authentic. Um, but a question I kind of want to raise to you guys would be, um, how do you, at, at points and I can just from personal experience, um, you be intentional with a person and you're trying your best, but you still can't focus and you still aren't captured with that person. Mm-hmm. Do you have to force and be forcefully be intentional or is that something that's within you? Is that, does that come from? is that something that's you've instilled inside of you? Now you're intentional with talking to people or is that something that you have to force? So that's a question I want to raise to you guys because I feel like sometimes and uh, sometimes I see myself having to force being intentional with, with people mm-hmm. per se. Yeah,
2: That's interesting. <laughs> I think it comes down to like maybe finding a point of interest with that person. Maybe, you know, it doesn't have to be like... With guys that you don't have to be, you know, captivated by them. (laughs) It's kind of like. (laughs) like, (laughs) I mean, I mean, your eyes are beautiful, but it's like not. But finding just a point of interest, like, you know, like find an excuse, you know, to um, get together. Like, you know what I mean? Like some boys, it's video games with others. It's basketball. I mean, for guys, it's not it's not hard to entertain them. Like finding something simple that you can just connect with. And I think from there, like, you know, it grows. Right. Like it doesn't. It doesn't have to be like okay, like this. Like we need to do this, this, and this. It's like
0: just go hang out, find something fun to do together. Yeah. And from there, you know, you know what I kind of experience, like when I feel the most valued or like paid attention to. Um, it's not like that they're having a conversation. They might not even be interested in what I'm saying. Like they might not even relate at all. But I find myself, um, feeling the most welcomed and most like the most intentional conversations are the ones where um like someone is like generously honoring me like they like they see things that are good inside of you because it's really easy to focus on like the quirk the quirkiness of somebody mm. um and be like well maybe he's maybe this person's a little more eccentric loud you don't um, have any they like they there's just maybe there's awkward moments in the conversation and I just can't relate to their personality so it's so tough for me but if we're always focused on those things, like obviously it's going to be difficult for us to talk to somebody. Um, But like in a business setting, right? Why is it easier to talk to random strangers in business than it is like sometimes at church, you know, with someone, maybe we feel a little uncomfortable with Mm. maybe because like in a business setting, there's like this expectation to honor your customer because like you want to provide good service. Mm. But I know from my maybe past experience, like, sometimes i don't have that same expectation for myself in a church setting or outside of that Mm. you know because there's not going to be a repercussion of it i can kind of just walk away from the relationship and nothing will happen but if i i feel like the easier the conversations it's the ones where i chose to honor the person and been like wow i really love um like your voice or or (laughs) i like i really that's why he told me that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you got me on the mic. Isn't it? I remember again. Or, like, you know, or even just starting simple, be like, you have a really great outfit on, whatever. Or, like, I see know, that Lululemon outfit. on you. Yep, you see that Lululemon.
3: Um, nice truck, bro.
0: On, you got to start somewhere, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have yeah. to compliment the dude's truck. Sick,
3: sick wheels, man. Hey, what you got under there, bro? Yeah, what's under the hood?
0: <laughs> what what you towing? I was talking about the hood. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes that is the easiest way to talk about someone's truck, like maybe with a guy and like you have nothing in common, but it's a start, you know, like honor their truck because they're going to feel honored at least, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's a start.
1: I honor you. One like practical thing. I'm currently going through uh, how to win friends and influence people. Mm -hmm. It's a really good book. I'm like halfway through and it's very solid, but it specifically talks about this. It's just like finding something that people are interested in and genuinely taking interest in that. Like not just letting the conversation just kind of go through, but actually taking interest in what they're interested in. Because people could talk forever about themselves and things that they're interested in and something that they're passionate about. And it literally, it's not like a, not like a, in a, I guess, a mean way, but like you just kind of let them talk. <laughs> you literally just need to let some people talk and you're just
3: there to listen. See, but I think what Tim was trying to ask, and I think similar to what I was asking is, so you're saying it's it's finding that um, point of interest and being genuinely interested in it. But how do you produce that genuine interest? Is it something that um comes from practice or almost like like you kind of have to force your way through it in order to get there or is it just hey, it's there and then I'm going to run with it and if it's not there, I'm not going to run with I it. I mean, I don't want to go like all
1: Christianese, but I think as a Christian, I think we should be interested in
3: people. I think that's
1: one thing that we sh- the one thing that we should be interested yeah. in. Mm -hmm. And like and people's
3: interests. Exactly.
1: And if you want to reach people, if you want to actually have (laughs) intentional conversation, (laughs) intentional relationships Mm -hmm. with people, you're going to take steps to do that. And I don't know for everyone, it's different, but some people, they might have to discipline themselves and force them like, hey, okay, this week I'm going to meet one person and I'm just going to be 100 percent intentional with them. Mm -hmm. And I just want to actually just be there for them. Not expect anything out of that. Not expect to get anything in return. Not have literally no expectations. Just be there for that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, yeah, I think that's like the the Christianese answer. But practically, I think it does take a it does take a little bit of like being like forcing yourself to do it, mm-hmm. and eventually you'll you'll love it. I think
0: it's good. Yeah, you get over like the... so part. I think part of it too is like why it's really tough to have relationships. Sometimes insecurity gets in the way too when you're having a conversation. mm -hmm. And so like imagine like two insecure people trying to talk to each other. (laughs) Could be trouble, you know? So it helps. (laughs) 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 Uh, Like, I, I mean, everyone's been in those things where it's like two immature people and they're just like, Maybe they're to both totally different conversations. I mean, uh, like personalities, personality types. And there's just like, it's just really awkward. You're just like, uh, it's just silent. Then eventually you just kind of both walk away, <laughs> and after, I thi- after how many seconds of silence do <laughs> you just walk away? Maybe all right, like, I'll see you next week. <laughs> all right. No, no. Right. Maybe you don't even say anything. You kind of just both get like that was this was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and so like that is I think slightly I, maturity I feel like
2: a I'm, good tip would be like, um, do, <laughs> do, do, doing something where it's like regardless I'm gonna have fun. Like I don't care if you're weird, but I'm gonna have a good time with or without That's you. A good to be weird. Yeah. Like, let's go to the arcade. If they're weird, you can be like they can be weird in the corner. I'll have fun still. You know what I mean? Like, you can do something where it's like I'm gonna have a good time regardless. But I'm gonna invite you too. And if you can, I feel like consistency is key. Yeah. Like, keep on inviting them. Keep it like <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> even if they flake, you know, multiple times. Even if we don't do podcasts for a year straight. Uh-huh. eventually <laughs> eventually we just might sit down and have you know yeah some ramen and
3: in a decent conversation maybe so, yeah. just maybe so for intentionality we have point of interest genuine interests or having a point of interest in being genuine captivated and, authentic by their eyes. and captivated by <laughs> and loving their voice um also, consistency is key. Hey, that, is consistency. A, that is a big point. major key. Do you love someone's voice? And being voice? confident in
0: yourself. Like, do you mm. actually care about what they I say? I can't even listen
2: to my own voice, Israel. Do you,
3: do you linger on every word that drips like molasses? How about this?
0: Is every, like, are the words that come out of people's mouths important? Like, is there what they mm. have to say? Is it an important message? Or is our message the only one that's important to hear? Or like some, maybe theirs are more important than this person. And maybe like, okay, if if it was a pastor or someone famous, would you give them more of your attention or care, or would you give you know some random stranger more attention? Let me know th- because I th- and, and, and okay, we Sorry. all know the, we all know the answer to that question.
3: I wasn't listening. Sorry. Was you- <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs>
0: I
1: think it depends what they're talking about. If they're trying to be real and honest, then I think everyone deserves your attention. But. I mean, shoot, even I got called out on this just actually a few nights ago. We were with some boys and we were just just clowning, just absolute just like gone. No, no productive conversation was had within like a 12 mile radius. <laughs> <laughs> and like someone called us out and I was like, oh, dang, like, OK, yeah, why don't we actually have some good conversation, too? And I think there's different value for different
2: conversations. Yeah,
5: <laughs> we, you, uh, really Jake, later. we value your voice
2: we here radius, too about what we value your
0: voice oh nice thanks
3: that was it that's that, that was good, that was good. Uh, one second
0: i think we know what intentionality is i wanted to, we're just gonna drop this little this little this little thing nugget pursuing relationships oh, ooh, wow. i'll leave it there wow. hello well <laughs>
5: romantically <laughs> mm. Romantic. So I think so. We have I, three I married think, guys here. Th- yeah, looks or like not room is guys. split. Yeah. I think I, the room is heavily split right now. Um, Evenly. I think we have one of every in a relationship, uh, yeah. married, and we have couple single. Doesn't matter. We're not pointing fingers. Right? We have <laughs> who cares? <laughs> on the, on. It's the, co- <laughs> It's complicated. <laughs> the
3: room, we have we have on the hunt. Um, we have resting. <laughs> Facebook status is, it's complicated. (laughs) It's
6: complicated. (laughs) That's a gift.
1: He doesn't receive it. Uh, No, but for real, I guess the married guys could start off. What is your... No, no,
3: no, no. we were actually (laughs) going to flip this. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, We actually want to hear advice (laughs) from the single guys so that we know... Because we don't know, so we want to know what what does it take to have a fruitful. You don't know
1: end. what it's like to be single. You've never been single. <laughs> what you talking about? No, no. no I'm, I'm, okay, I'm saying
0: should we're, we're
3: okay. Should, should, should. Enough of this. Tell us what 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 is a healthy a pursuit? pursuit of marriage and <laughs> happiness?
5: Pursuit or pursuit or, in, no, the, or pursuit, in the in the in like the you pursuit. are married. Oh, no. Like what's so what? What are you asking? <laughs> hey, settle, <down. laughs> settle
0: settle down. Okay, so what we're trying to ask, what I'm trying to ask, and then we can kind of chime in. Is like we'll
3: be the ones doing the asking. Here. Okay, yeah.
0: it's yeah, it's how did because like, we're gonna go into the story aspect. How did you, the married people in the room right pursue a relationship? Because maybe you didn't only ever pursue one, right? Maybe. You've talked to people, you've, you've experienced other relationships, but like, what was the story of like the pursuit of finding a spouse for like the rest of your life? What was that like? Cause I think each person has a different story mm-hmm. and a different process. None of them were the same. Like some had more stuff happen or it was two words. Internship, to help out.
3: <laughs> internship was the it's a different story for everybody. Two, two words, Christian mingle.
0: Wow, Ben. Ben probably has some yeah, good stuff to say right. about this. Guess, he I has need, a really I good story.
4: A more general your question. Your was gone for three months, bro, and
0: you were trying to get married. Hey, let's. So, now. hey, make sure make sure you talk it with the mic so in front right, of you. Yeah, come on, keep talking. Closer. Okay.
4: What's your question?
0: So the question is, what was the story like, or what did you notice? Well pursuing relationship because
4: well, i can tell you my story but it's going to be very unique you need to ask me I, more you need to ask me a more can broader I, can question i, can I, I think yeah. the,
5: the better question is like not what is your story because that's per personal but like what's your overall like maybe would you guys be, i mean question tell me a takeaway no no like what, yeah what's your overall takeaway of, of yes or no of, or <laughs> do i get married or not <laughs> no but um <laughs> The, 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 the question...
4: <laughs> yeah, I need a question. I need a question. <laughs> no, I mean,
5: that's a big question. Do I
6: get married or not? I mean, that's a... Jacob,
4: you answer this. I don't know they didn't know answer
6: asking. the question, they but I feel like you're asking kind of like... I mean... Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. No, what were you? Question, <laughs> right. What, like, what things know, were, we're the puzzles together? We're what
1: things were important <laughs> when you were when you guys were single looking for a girl? Like, what did you guys realize was very important? That there, we like go. the characteristics that your wives have that you're like, man, I'm so glad that I went after her because she did A, B, and C. Wow, well,
4: Max, um, good question.
1: Yeah, like very what good. what
5: was something that I guess. That drew you guys to your wives, and then if you can follow up with, is are those characteristics that you saw something that withstood in marriage? Like Ooh, is that like you saw hefty, those and it's like hefty. now in marriage, just like wow, that really paid off. That I saw this in this girl.
4: Well, like, so what I would say, well, m- my experience is going to be totally different than what Tim and Jake's are. Like, yeah, of course, I was on your own experience. I, yeah, no, I, like I wasn't. I wasn't. Glad it's not the same. I wasn't single and looking for a relationship. I was just kind of doing we're my own. Vibing. Yeah, I was doing my own thing and I and see we this
0: church and I was
4: like, hey. No, no, no. So, it, so I no, yeah, I out. see this see this girl and then kind of Israel plugged you. And in, in a way, brush it off for like the next eight months. Right. I let it like see her, she'd walk by and then do mm-hmm. a double tape. I'm like, hmm. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I would see her, and then, and then my mind would just float somewhere else because I was just not. It was not what I wanted. Um, And so I think, yeah, Israel kind of pushed it. It kind of pushed it onto me. But um, yeah, you kind of just. For me, it was really simple. It was like we hung out. I was like, okay, you know, like I like this person. The more we hung out, the more I kind of. Yeah, for me it built on like little by little every little hangout um i liked a certain thing more and more and then you get to a point where you're just like like i really like this person and if i would to go to like just like leave this friendship slash relationship whatever it was at the time like if i was to go and kind of do my own thing my mind would still be on that person mm-hmm. and like even if i pursued different relationships i would think i would my mind would still be on that person so like for me, it wasn't, like, hard to decide. And uh, another thing was, like, peace. You have peace about it. Like, it's not like... Because, um, I don't know, like, you guys might have other experiences where you, like, go, like, even for, like, a coffee date or something with a girl and you're just, like, you feel weird about it. Like, it's just awkward. Like, you're not, like... You can be having a good time, but even then you're just, like, you're not calm about it. I don't know if you guys get what I'm saying. But, like, yeah, yeah, every time, like, you're hanging out with yeah. this person you feel like they're for you, um, there was like peace to the whole thing. Like you could be doing whatever and you're just like, okay, like I I feel good about this. So I don't know. I hope that answers you guys' question. Uh, That was a good response. Jake?
6: Mm, Yeah. For me, I think a big, like a really big thing was a vision for the future and like what kind of, I see myself doing in the future and what she saw. With business, with being in church, with being in, you know, creating music, writing, recording, all this stuff. I think that, like, that was like probably the biggest thing that I was like, okay, like, this is like worth pursuing, you know, going on a date and stuff. And it was the most calling. Yeah, calling. I think calling was big. I mean, for us, kind of, and we just started talking funny she did an internship I don't know whoever's listening you guys probably know but she was an intern and technically I wasn't allowed to date her but uh, but,
1: but <laughs> okay. guitar lessons are okay but, so yeah, that's she, the
6: loophole she saw yeah that's the loophole so she saw me playing guitar and she came up Actually, I think someone else wanted lessons.
1: <laughs> Sam and David. Matthews. Sam and I
6: David. The story two from
1: them. two guys. Like, we went to this guitar lesson. This guy didn't look at us one. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. So two guys wanted lessons, and then she came along, and yeah, it was a GG after that. Hey, did you teach her though? I think she knows like three chords. But <laughs>
2: hey, hey, you you were tugging on some other strings. Yeah. You hey, 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 there yo, we go.
6: But yeah, I think the biggest thing for that, for we ended up getting married, I mean, I think calling was like the biggest thing and we kind of, I mean, we hit it off really well and one thing led to another and that's it.
0: Dessert. Beautiful.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Calling, peace. Man.
3: Tim, what do you got for us? Anyone? Um... Was there a question in the beginning? There's personalities and characteristics. Main characteristics. Um, Mike. So I'd say, I mean, there's a few. For me, it's also different because I knew Janetta for a very long time, since since I was in middle school. Um, And then we reconnected. And I remember when we reconnected, um, it was just like, really um refreshing um to have a company um that's like i don't know you just felt peace i'd say i'd I'd agree with ben is a certain just expression of peace there but also i think characteristics wise um i mean for men i think it's in the long run you see okay uh wife yes best friend that's very important, you know, knowing that you can be best friends with someone, uh, knowing that you can mess around and, and goof around with someone, um, but also trust and know that um, no matter what, they have your back. Um, also, I mean, is she going to be a good mom? Like that was probably a really big thing when I when I like vision wise in the future, like I saw Jeanette being the best mom in the world um she just has a lot of maternal instincts with her uh, whether it's being around kids wow. or or even myself you know she's just very caring um you got a kid on the way too congratulations <laughs> yes, sir and maybe that maybe that's why it's being highlighted right now I, I don't know probably good job uh but um and i'd say um for me like there was a really like big boldness um that i that i saw in janetta i knew that no matter what we went through um in life um i mean i mean it was it was awesome because like especially i mean our dating was not super long but it was long enough to the point where i felt like we went through a lot and we were able to be just completely honest with each other have transparency and no matter what, it seemed like she was in it for the long run. And she was just bold in everything. She was bold in the ups. She was bold in the downs. Um, and she was just always just just chugging along. And um, boldness was a huge thing that I saw and heard that I, you know, to this day, it's like just really, really strong. Um, even when she feels like she's in her like personal zone of kind of feeling down or feeling, um, uh, what's it called? Like not feeling like her, like bold self compared to others that I, you know, that I can think of. It's just not even on the same scale. Mm. So. Praise God. (laughs) Praise God.
0: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like what was, uh, the difference though, like transitionally, like where you had maybe um, certain expectations beforehand, like going into relationship and then after marriage, mm-hmm. what were mm-hmm. the new uh like what was the revel the revelation after <laughs> like like the question
1: it's that Tim asked? I don't think any of you guys really answered that, but like the dating versus marriage, practical, <laughs> actual. Yeah. It's way better.
2: What life like,
0: I thought is actually? Like, how you envisioned it
2: versus how it really be? Yeah, it's
3: way better.
6: Jeez, that's deep. <laughs>
4: I think <laughs> our lives are gonna be like, <laughs> "Yeah, I know. exactly." That's why I'm like, it's, "I'm gonna stay silent."
3: Alrighty, it's, and it's that kidding. just about it's wraps amazing. up the <laughs> part. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's amazing. Uh, I mean, th- those
2: are some wise men right there. they know. They know. Yeah, let's
1: wrap this up.
2: Well, that's the reality, gentlemen. We
6: lost him. (laughs) No, I think I'll be honest. I think that for me, a bit... (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. (laughs) No, I think that personally for me, I always saw like my wife, you kind of look at her like almost as like your mom, like in a sense that she's going to cook for you. She's going to clean for you. She's going to do your laundry. She's going to pick up your nasty socks. She's going to do like all this stuff that my mom my mom's a beast she would clean my room like all this stuff like do my laundry because my mom's the best <laughs> and uh, uh yeah shout just, out shout out mom shout out mama. <laughs> and so like mama Dukes. and so like in the beginning i was like oh like this is gonna be sick like no i'm gonna have to do anything you know you know don't have to do dishes don't have to do all this stuff and then it came down to it and you actually have to do it you know because she's not, my mom. you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, I miss my mom. But now it's kind of like you kind of figure out like, oh, what is she like not mind doing? And what is she like not like doing? And whatever she doesn't like doing, I'm going to do it. Like no matter if it sucks, if it's vacuuming, if it's doing like all these little things that you think are like, oh, like, oh, whatever, she'll just do it later, you know, especially if she works or, whatever, or they have a, or you have a kid, like, it doesn't matter. Like if she doesn't want to do that or she hates her, you see that she like gets mad or she's like, Oh, like, you know, it's kind of like frustrating, whatever. I just went and just did it. Like, I just changed how I just thought because I was like, okay, either she's going to have the suckiest life ever, or I'm just going to go and do the dishes, you know? And it's literally like those little things, like doing the dishes or doing your own laundry or whatever. That's just like, that's it. It's the money.
5: That's and, how you, and then you have a good night. Is after that, that, is that something and that just you, being honest? Is that something that you guys like the little things you, you communicated with her or is that something that you guys, you just figured out yourself or you, one of you communicated with like, with one another, like, Hey, like I feel like you should be doing this or no, that. Or is that something? No, that you guys, I think I just kind of worked it out. You kind of like just
6: work thing. it out. And I mean, it's not like I've made it. I mean, literally I've been married for a year. Yeah. So it's kind of like Dang. you kind of just like end up, you see something I mean, as, like, a man, I feel like you just go and just take care of it. Like, just because you, if you go, you have a business, you're making money, you're doing all this work, and you come home and you don't do anything, I feel like that's, like, not good at all. Like, you need to be, you need to, like, be in charge of your house, you know, not just making money, but you see your wife is struggling, you go take care of it. Like, help her, not just by talking to her, but actually taking action and doing the dishes. Good work. that's 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 good. And it's literally little things like doing the dishes I feel like for us it was just like little things like I don't know why I keep saying dishes, but I do the dishes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, I hate dishes. At work, at work, I do the dishes all the time, too. So it's kind of like, I don't know why I say same, dishes. It was but
0: same. It was just your cross to bear. You yeah. picked up your cross. And now I'm dishes. just
6: like mobbing, like throw those dishes dishes in there and just freaking someone, go. On. Someone <laughs> buy him a dishwasher.
0: Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I need two of those suckers.
0: <laughs> Come on, Jake's a oh, king. Man. That's a king um, mentality, right there.
3: I'd say just to answer the question in general. I mean, overall, do it. Yes, it's amazing. Like started on a good note. Like, I mean, it's there's something like almost like unfathomable. Like once you get married, you like instantly feel this like, boom. Like this is, this is that partnership. This is that like not to get too christianese as max says but like this is like jesus and the bride like this is the head and the body like this is you know your own church um this is family like this is really like where you feel like you become um your own like the amount of growth that you will do in that first i feel like couple months of marriage um is like it's incredible. Like not, and not even just like, oh like fighting through the battles, but of just like growth as in like you're just constantly learning. Um, you're constantly like evolving with one another. Um, kind of like where Jake had his experiences with the dishes, he said it wasn't even really something that he had to communicate. I mean, a lot of the times you will have to communicate, but there are a lot of things that are kind of just this unspoken like chemistry between you and your um you and your or your partner, your helper. Um and i mean yeah just in general it's it's incredible like there's just this unspoken like truth um between one another that you get to just build this life on and um
5: yeah
6: yeah i'll mm. say
3: another thing i four months into our marriage i tore my achilles
6: so i was like out of out of it like Up i, I or- yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like on the couch <laughs> chilling like all the time like Literally, because I couldn't do anything. (laughs) I mean, it was kind of nice because I wasn't wasn't working. (laughs) You know, Christina went to work. I kind of just chilled at home, played video games and stuff. (laughs) But no, I I think that that was a crazy time because I like four months in, I did that. And then I kind of got like halfway recovered, like a halfway in, halfway through my recovery, like six months or seven months in. And then we ended up taking on my parents' adult family home. And that's a whole nother story in itself. But it was just like this crazy, like last year, that was like a really like crazy journey. But I feel like God's hand was just kind of like over us because throughout the whole thing, we had just so much peace about it and we just went into it together. And I feel like, I don't know, we just like that whole striving, you know, we always say, oh, like if you're striving, you know, you have to work hard, then it's not right or something. But this was literally like, we felt like you come in and we just... we're talking about it and you're like, you feel good. I feel good. Let's go do it. And that's just how it went. And like, it's crazy because like, I don't know the, just the whole situation with the foot injury and not being able to like, I mean, simply like making yourself a cup of coffee because your foot is in so much pain or you have your like ankle angled all the way down. So that way you can't even stand on it, you know? And so it's like these like little crazy things that happen, but throughout the whole thing it's just been like a wild journey but it's been really cool to see kind of where we are now and it's awesome marriage
3: is awesome so it's awesome so we pretty much we're good and we know everything and we're yeah. we are masters no, I'm just kidding <laughs> Black belt.
0: it was probably Black a pretty belts. sobering experience though yeah it probably brought out like the flaws inside of you i mean you guys are all perfect but it probably brought out some
6: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. still bringing up flaws every day. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Iron every sharpens day. iron. It's
0: it's like a refining process. some on,
3: somebody. Because
6: um, you'll have a good day, you know, and then the next day yeah. something happens at work, you come home, you're all mad. How about you know, this? And then, like,
0: what do you, what's it like day? on, what's it like on the bad days? You know, like, let's talk about th- th- those kind Just of experiences. It depends on your
4: level of stubbornness.
0: Oh wow! Thank you for joining. Thank oh, you for right joining us. Thank you for joining us this podcast, and we'll see <laughs> you guys funny. next time. That's like the tenth time you guys have used this joke.
4: So <laughs> well, it was real that but, time. It wasn't <laughs> a joke that
0: time.
3: That'd be a good cliffhanger. I guess. Though. I guess. Am I right? Is, am I right?
0: I guess that is one of the big things with relationships: is they always all all relationships kind of bring out. Uh, like there are bad moments in all relationships. And so I guess, how do we deal with those the way Christ would do it if we're going to go, um, go into that kind of lane, right? Like how, how do we approach those? Cause how much do we value the relationships? Like when do you pick and choose, do you pick and choose your battles or are you just dead to yourself or is it about winning or, or what is the motivation and the goal when it comes to like the bad times? And like, what are you seeking out of those times? Because whatever, financial disparity, depression, um, disagreements, you have different views. Like, how do you deal with those? Like, we can talk about like either friendships or even marriages. and Because mm. I think they all have validity. Because every type of relationship has, has its What its does battles. validity
4: mean? <laughs> <laughs> Truth.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whoever wants to go on that, because I think
3: we all have experience in those areas. I mean, I'll just quickly say that I think that, I mean, it's it's similar to our relationship with the Lord. I mean, it's, it's you feel like you're, um, it's trying to be independent instead of, like, dependent on God. It's the same thing, with, I feel like, with marriage. Like, whenever you're, you have those bad days, right? That might look like and usually will result in you know having disputes with one another and just fighting one another and it's like self-destruction like you are one and when usually when you're fighting is because you're not looking as just at yourself as one you're looking at yourself as two individuals fighting one another and you know from god's perspective it's like you guys are just you're like two. Yeah, exactly. Like you're you cause it's self destruction, um, and it's just again it's just from that like independence. Like, uh, well, this is what I want, and this is what I think it's best for me. Or even what really I f- f- for men, I think it's it's what I think is best for the both of us because I'm the man, I'm the head of the household, yeah. I'm gonna make this ultimate decision. Um, but again, it's it's simply like. It's yes, you're the head, but at the same time, it's it's just coming into that position um, humbly. I mean, yeah, it's, it's no matter what, I think, especially in the beginning, I mean, like only being married for two years, like you like, you know, these things. It's like it's that knowledge, but it's like it still has to become mm-hmm. a revelation that is kind of like driven into your heart yeah. that you can like almost like quickly or instantly catch that you're like oh like what is this like what is this really about i mean is this um i mean is this even worth self-destructing over i mean really what is that and so i think ultimately it just comes down to being independent or codependent mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
5: Yeah.
0: yeah it says it like there's whatever there's that saying it says it takes two to make peace you know mm-hmm. well actually no sorry it takes one to make peace meaning that um, as, <laughs> I, hey, here's, here's where the heresy yeah, started. I, I, I started getting worried. To be honest, it takes, it takes one. I started to ma- getting worried. It that takes, there's no heresy. <laughs> it takes one to make peace, in the sense that there only needs to be one person willing to compromise for, for the battle to stop. In the sense that, mm-hmm. like, that is like laying down your own self interest for the sake of both people to be at peace and to have health between the relationship. Because sometimes like compromise, it's not necessarily that it's going to ruin your life because there's such a good thing, such a thing as good compromise in the sense like you're just laying down your own personal comfort or even maybe um, your personal rights, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, You're laying down your rights as an individual for the sake of another person in order to have peace in the relationship. And this works for both friends too, you know, like especially if Um, like you're having maybe you're having you have a disagreement or maybe someone did something um, between friends like you had an expectation for them and they didn't come through on their end you can either stay like whatever in like a hypothetical war with them or you can make peace and just forgive it and like even though you might be in the right you know to call them out on it or you know have a problem with them you could be the one to just lay down your rights as a friend or as a spouse and be like,
4: Hey, so, but it's different with, so with friends, like it can come from okay. either war. And you said it takes one to make peace, right? Well, in marriage, it's all on you. It's not on her. Cause you as the male, the guy, you're the initiator and you're the head. So wherever you're going to lead, whatever the dispute is, she's going to follow. So if you're going to be stubborn and prideful, she's going to be stubborn and prideful right back. And it's not that you can be totally right in your way. And you can be 100% right and she'll know it, but you'll still be the one, or I mean, I think you should be the one to apologize first because then she's going to she's gonna follow your, your lead and she's going to, oftentimes like you'll know you're 100% right and girls' minds, they work totally different and they'll think they're 100% right and there'll be a dispute. But um, I mean, advice that I got is always be the first one to apologize, never let her apologize okay. first like at the revol- uh, the r- uh, roles are just reversed at that point and i mean you're not just you're not being a man mm-hmm. at the end of the day
5: Jeez, i'm learning now here
4: <laughs> and i think
5: uh this is in terms of like friendships and just dating relationships i'm obviously not married but um it's i think it's obvious um, <laughs> um so um as it's <laughs> I literally can't make any mistakes. Um, <laughs> um, you you knew that. You knew I that did. coming I, I in, in here. I did. Um, it's it's like voicing voicing like your frustrations, not in, out of anger, but just voicing your frustrations and voicing your your what's what's really what you're really feeling, and not letting assumptions and frustrations build up inside of you. Whether that's debate, it's your conflict with friends and in dating, and, and I'm assuming the same in marriage. Is like making sure you're always clear and transparent. I think one of you guys said it to one mm-hmm. another, and in friendships, it's like, "Hey, hey, man, like I just didn't like the way you, you know, you did this, and yeah. like, and voicing it and coming out at it from uh, perspective of love, and not coming at it at a perspective of like, man, why'd you do this? Like, at not coming, you not know, voicing your frustrations from anger but from love, yeah. and just communicating. And it's just like. Uh, in, in dating or in marriage like it's like a team like you you're you're a team and it's like why would you disrupt the team like why would you mm-hmm. against it you know when you play soccer and it's 11 verse 11 you're communicating with your team you know i'm not going to give you a through ball when you're running the other way it's like no yeah. you're going to communicate to one another and it's like um <laughs> um so it's it's just like voicing your opinion voicing your frustration and then in the end coming to compromise you know hey i'm gonna okay like i understand i'll i'll do this better but like i'd like you if you can do you know yada 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 and you're just talking talking it out communicating um coming at it from perspective of love
4: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah because it's not an exact uh formula on how to make peace there's you just learn tools and you get better at it as life goes on Mm
6: -hmm. i feel like just like, sometimes we think in, like, this, like, has to be, like, this huge, like, crazy, like, plan to, like, create peace. But I feel like there's literally just, like, very small practical things. Like, something my dad taught me. The dishes. <laughs> yeah.
4: The dishes. Literally a 10-minute break. You just walk away and you come back and you guys are good. Well, something my dad,
6: Something my dad taught me or, I guess, always told me. Always. He's like, no matter what you do. <laughs> everything could go you could do everything wrong but as long as you don't go to sleep mad at each other Mm, like i heard that if you don't you have to make peace before you fall asleep like if you you're in bed you guys are both looking the other way (laughs) you know you you feel that it's like this almost like this wall and literally all you have to do is just go like this (laughs) and say honey i'm sorry and then that's it it's broken like that here's a real
3: question though have you ever had as, yeah. as many times have your yeah. dad has told you that, have you had those yeah, moments? Yeah, i it a couple times. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> yeah. it's you, you reap yeah. the,
4: not the rewards, you reap the, what is it, the consequences.
6: But it's crazy <laughs> because like we can talk about like all these things, but when you actually get into that position, like I feel like that intentionality comes into so many things because mm-hmm. you can have all these crazy good points. Your dad, you know, can hammer this teaching into you, you know, your whole life. But when it comes down to it, like literally how I described it, like you're laying in bed, you guys are looking the other way, you know? And literally all it does, all you have to do is go like this. Like, that's it. Just like a little touch. And you say, hey, I'm sorry, this blah, blah, blah. And that's it. Everything is just as if nothing even happened. like. And it's literally like how Ben was saying, like getting over your pride where you don't want to, oh, like, "Mm, I'm right, you know? Like, she has to do it, not me,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think sometimes too, and like relationship with just friends or whoever, any type of relationship, this applies to all. Um, you don't usually know what's going on in the other person's head. Mm-hmm. And so from a mature like place, you almost appreciate when somebody just tells you the truth of how mm-hmm. they felt. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't even have to necessarily be right, but you appreciate that they communicate, communicated it because mm-hmm. it gives you a place to start from. Mm-hmm. And you would rather have, you'd rather be working towards a healthy relationship versus this weird barrier or wall between mm-hmm. you that like no one can put a finger on, but you know, it's there and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the heck it is because if they're not communicating and you're not communicating, you just have like this weird, you yeah. know, unpeaceful feeling between you. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. Like I can't speak on the relationship part, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I can speak on the friendship part as far as that specifically. Like there's some people that I'll meet, I'll, oh and i'll just go all the way in like we're homies and sometimes i'll say stuff that i probably shouldn't say <laughs> or i do something that i probably that like with the guys it's totally fine <laughs> but with these people it's not so much and like whenever someone voices it out and actually says like hey that was i didn't appreciate that i'm like oh dang okay hey that's completely my bad like i would have never thought twice about it until it's brought up until it's Mm. brought into the light i'm like okay you're right (laughs) that's my bad (laughs) it won't happen again
0: yeah it just brings like this sober mind on you like you really really sober up because like when you're with friends or you feel comfortable around someone that is a big topic too like feeling comfortable around people you kind of lose this soberness and you kind of just let whatever come out of your mouth and it's like kind of that fact like i guess you could say this over your marriage or whoever like don't don't let your friends or your spouse or your parents or your family become normal to you Mm -hmm. or like lose the same honor you had for them before marriage Mm -hmm. or like when you i would like from being at a a couple weddings and seeing the vow portion of the wedding you see so much honor in that and it's because this is not a normal occasion you know Mm -hmm. And our vows that we have with God or we have with our friends, because we have vows between everybody, you know? It's our promises to, you know, defend, honor, trust, love, right? That you remind yourself of those every day. And it's like that same thing where like Christ renews our minds daily. Mm. I would hope that he renews our vows daily. The same things that we told him, whatever, five years ago, you know, or three years ago or two years ago. And he just constantly refreshes us. So that way, like, my friends never become old to me because it's really unfortunate when that does happen because yeah, yeah, you get really complacent within friendships and you lose like the honor for each other. Like Mm -hmm. obviously we all love each other, but you can get complacent in relationships. I can get complacent with my parents or my friends or you have uh, coworkers and you just get so used to seeing them every single day. And you're just like, well, I mean, they'll be there tomorrow. So, like, what what does it matter what I say to them today? Or if I make a small mistake, like, they'll, they'll forget about it. How do you keep the spark? It. Hello?
2: <laughs> oh, Ben wants to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 ben
6: big eyes after you said that.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. What you were saying about how, like, how you see someone every day um, and how we get complacent, I think you can see it in parents, but even then you don't have kind of like that one soul intimate relationship with your parents. You have it with your spouse. And so when you kind of see them every day, you're not only doing like the dishes or whatever you're doing, work in your life. It's like all these like life questions that come up and, and you can almost get so caught up in it that, um, it could be like almost like this goal setting, like we got to get this done. We got to get this done. And you're missing the whole life part, you know? Um, but even when Jake was talking about, like, like she not wanting to do, like, whether it was, like, the vacuum or taking out the trash or whatever, you know, like, um, like my wife left for three weeks, and so I had to do all that stuff by myself. and It was a huge eye-opener, like, six months into marriage, and then, boom, by myself. Um, it was crazy. Uh, doing all that stuff by myself kind of made me realize, like, the part that she played, like, how much stuff was actually being done without me even noticing, like because like you can like you get up you you go to work whatever you come back and like you don't notice that like this whole room was dirty but like in your mind it's like you come back it's all clean and you don't even realize that it took somebody 25 minutes to clean this room you know and so when you're by yourself you kind of learn to um I mean you do all that stuff when she comes back and you're like so much more like appreciative and everything so i mean how to revive that send them away for a week you know i don't know <laughs> go on a but, break go on a break <laughs> but no no, no like I'm not i'm kidding but i think do i that. think it's
0: actually like if <laughs> well, it's if, just like if if phrase, couples like you you don't know what you had until you lose like, yeah yeah gone. but no you like really if couples
4: actually that. did this like not like in you know, like oh you need to go somewhere for a week but like if they actually have the opportunity to go somewhere
2: like Put yourself in their shoes
4: yeah or yeah or take like go somewhere literally and you'll come back and you realize like wow this person like was this was this was and it's totally different though like when dating we were apart for three months and at a time and it's like you like you're fine, you know, you're still doing you even even when they're in town, you're living in the same time, you see each other, but you still wake up by yourself and you still like plan out, like, oh hey, like I'm free at twelve. And so we can meet up like at like twelve thirty, we can get coffee, whatever, you hang out for like three, four hours, or you can even hang out for the rest of the day and you still go home at the end of the day. But when you're married, you're waking up every day with this person. You're you, you can't make like you can't make plans. And then be like, all right, I'm going. And she's like, what are you What are you talking about? Like, I'm right here, you know, because she has no plans, you know? So you can't just, like, kind of live, you know, your own life. You have this whole other person that yeah. you're doing life with.
0: Or you're like, Tim, and I'll hit up Tim, and he's like, yeah, let's hang out. I'm like, yo, let's hang out. He's like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. And then an hour later, he's like, hey, bro, um, <laughs> we had <laughs> plans tonight. So, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty, and then you just and then I'm pretty me being single, that. I sober up I'm like, oh shoot, like, yeah. Sucks. other And then he's like, Oh bro, like I gotta go pick up my girlfriend. Like <laughs> Oh, other two. <Tim. laughs> uh and then you hit up Ben and Ben's like, Bro, I'm working with my wife. At the coffee shop, sorry. In Hawaii. <laughs> In, In Hawaii. Hawaii. Is you, let yeah. it out.
3: Let it out. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I, guys, I, I, before guys, let's, let's just talk it. about it. Before, but we, before then you got hey, and, then, Hold and on. then you got like people like Jake, and he's married, and he's like, Yeah, I'll come. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, me and
6: Christina work together every single day, so it's like <laughs> it's kind of like she has her
3: time, I got my time. That's how we roll. Yeah. No, that's really good. That's healthy. Before, before we wrap up and and wrap up this topic with the whole pursuing relationships. Um us married guys seems like from the deep well of our wisdom Mm -hmm. to bestow upon upon Mm -hmm. you gentlemen. I'd say it's going back to what Ben was saying where he was like, um like us as men, we're the ones that are supposed to like lead into apologizing. Uh even when it seems like uh, we shouldn't be the ones like that's honestly something that i'm still like really trying to learn because um i'd say that's one thing like as you're going into that place like you really just have to have that almost in the back of your mind and start resonating in your hearts now is that i am the leader and it's like and you i feel like for me at least when i was dating it seemed like Um, In the podcast, you won't see my hand gestures, but like you're like here with one another, like you're side by side. And then as you go into marriage, you like feel this like like foundation, like drift kind of like where you take the lead as it should be. Um, And she's you know, she's your foundation and she's your helper. Um, But it's like back to what Ben was saying, where it's like in those tough moments, like you lead into victory And like, when I heard him say that, like, it's like, I realized it's easy to be the leader of an army that's winning the battle, right? Like you're, you're Mm -hmm. in a victory, you see the victory like, oh, it's really easy to lead. But it's like, you really show uh, what kind of leader you are when you're leading an army that's losing the battle. Um, And there's going to be battles that you're going to be losing throughout, you know, throughout life, throughout marriage. But it's like, it's you know you're the general all of a sudden and you're you're loving your position as a general in the you know battle that you're winning and then the next battle you're losing and you're like oh well uh my second in command that that those their decision. so you know like it's and that's i think that's that's really where you kind of have to see that you're just you're the general and 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 you may have lost the battle mm -hmm. but Jesus already won the war, so don't,
0: don't, don't, don't. <laughs> <Nice>. don't <laughs> yeah, wrap that up real nice. <laughs> yeah. You, you may be up, the general of an army, but you know, don't treat your friends or your spouses as soldiers. You know, treat them as like equals. You know, you don't, no, you can't, don't, don't just like command like f- command board. your water r- pawns. <laughs> pawns. <Don't. laughs> <laughs> Sacrificial pawns. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we have a chessboard with no pawns on it. We have, <laughs> <laughs> have, have, kingdom. have upside-down yeah, yeah. kingdoms. We don't have pawns oh, yeah, on our yeah, chessboard. Yeah, yeah. We only have kings and queens. Mm. Mm. Pawns are in the back.
2: That's all it means.
0: Come on. I'll be the pawn for all the kings and queens. Mm. Wow. There you go. Sacrificial. Super sacrificial. Well, guys, <laughs> this was uh, very productive at times and very unproductive at times. But I hope it <laughs> very blesses. Very confusing at times. I hope it blesses everybody. <laughs> Um the funny thing mind, is mind. there's where we're talking about marriage and though not everybody has like whatever twenty years under their belt, um, you know, everybody still has like a piece of experience that they can share. And so if you take it for what it is, you know, eat the meat and spit out the bones, you know, I think everybody can get something out of it and uh we're thankful for that you guys listened to us. I don't even know how long we talked for, but it's probably a long we time. Talked for, not including that,
1: the Come beginning on. part. <laughs> yeah. All I'm you saying is about lying. two hours. You guys are really? lucky that we did yeah. like a Jeez. 15 minute get most of the heresy out of the way thing. Yeah. yeah. For those this of you, this was minimal who, heresy. For those by who the way. didn't
0: know, like, who thought we were maybe we we're a little too wild when we were recording. Like, maybe if you were here for the first twenty minutes, that was impossible. <laughs> <Okay>. You, <laughs> you couldn't hear that. You couldn't listen to it. We're
2: we're cutting the first twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right, guys. Bye. Well
0: thank you. We bless you. We'll see you uh next week.